This episode of The Front Lounge is brought to you by the hatred that one band can feel for another. We have special guest Fitness. They have returned. It's time to roast them. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 46 of The Front Lounge with Congos, band of four brothers where we sit around and talk nonsense, thoroughly unresearched. We're here with touring buddies, they need tons of introduction, the vapors from the valley, <laughs> the villains from Van Nuys, fitness is uh, here now, now in Hollywood buddies. where cool people live. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome guys. <laughs> Whatever. Oh man, that was really sweet, thanks for having us. <laughs> Having us back. Yeah, so this is the second time we've had fitness on. You should actually go listen to the first one because it was before we toured together and we were all nice to each other, you know, asking about each other's careers and really getting into the history and talking sincerely about music. Now now that we've actually spent, what, six weeks on the bus together, all we have is pure love-hate for each other. I thought about that today. I was like, man, that last podcast, we were like all nice to each other and like having like heartfelt conversations. Yeah, if this was that last podcast, uh, I would have just said to to what you said, wow, that's really interesting, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I appreciate the question. Yeah, oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought about it today. In fact, I talked with Colton because he was going to set up the, um, or Cookie to our listeners to set up the podcast stuff. And I was like, Man, you should go back and listen to the first one because Max was not Max. Kenny, Kenny's Kenny, but you know we we had podcast Max, we had yeah. professional Max on that first one, and then when we started touring, we're like, oh, this is the real Max. No, I, I've really come into my own, I think, in the, in the last <laughs> last three to four weeks. <laughs> so I think this was probably the first thing we connected over was um, the disdain for like the false consideration that you is everywhere, especially TED Talks, NPR podcasts. That kind of thing where somebody will say, hmm, and they'll change their tone of voice and they'll just display how considerate they are and how thoughtful they are. Yeah, I'm really, good. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad you brought we, we that up. We don't have the microphones a lot of to people, pull off right. an NPR podcast. Jesse's yeah. the only one who's got the right microphone. It'll sound like NPR. The, that's <laughs> a common thing. I'm really glad you brought, brought this up, brought that up. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, and I, I actually didn't know this. That's another thing they say. Right. And they, they, not surprised. Right. They, they try to make you feel good about not knowing something because they, too, were in that impoverished state previously before. I actually don't know this right now. It's, an un, it's a known <laughs> unknown to, to me, which puts me in a place of great humility. And um, so I'm, I'm just... coming to this podcast with, with an empty rice ball. So <laughs> Kenny's not. Kenny's bowl is very full of rice. Uh, he's got a surplus. Can I just say that when we drove from New York to New Jersey, we were in a van because our bus was busted up. Danny and Max, for the entire drive, which was about a two and a half, three hour drive at between 3 a.m. and like 6 a.m., nonstop, those two characters without breaking once, back and forth. No, I'm glad you brought that up. And Kenny said to me, he's like, I'm so glad Max found your brother because I don't have to listen to his fucking shit anymore. You know what my favorite character of you guys was? Was the uh, the redneck uh, classical, classical music, music connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's... Uh, I don't remember that one. I don't think you were on the bus. It was Danny and Johnny. We were just sitting on the bus, like shouting about how 
Stravinsky is goddamn underappreciated. <laughs> that shit went on for so long. I right, remember yeah. it was like all night for many I mean, can hours. Can we please talk about the parallel fifth rule that Bach introduced back in the 1500s? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty exactly. Much, yeah, yeah. So we should give a little background for people who haven't um, heard of fitness, which is Most quite a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, or who hasn't who haven't listened to the first episode? What's that number? A Google? I think that's the Google, amount of people yeah. who haven't. Heard. Um, <laughs> so fitness is made up of Max Collins and Kenny Carkeith. They uh, they toured with us, but they've you guys released your first album right um, last first year, full length last year, last July. You're working on the second one right now. Working on a second record now. Whether it's a EP or an LP, I guess is to be determined. But yeah, we've got a song uh, single coming out at the beginning of May, followed by some other. You know, incredible music <laughs> um, after that with incredible content and amazing videos and stellar animations. Let's, and let's have like 90 it, seconds of sincerity. These guys are an actual band. They're fucking good. You know, we took them out on the road for a reason. Never not break just character. Dabon Bobby Gabe Jabba Sabi. Seriously, no. I told you 60 seconds, then we can go back. Okay, to all, right, all right, fine. Let's go. Although, just, wait, wait. Can I say something? The last time you did this to me, you pulled us on the bus and we had this heartfelt conversation right before we went on stage about how much you guys love touring with us and it was great and you can't mm-hmm. wait to do it only to find out that you guys had an insider telling the crowd inside to boo us after the first song. Mm-hmm. So now that you're Which saying me, I'm going to have like a heartfelt moment, you know, yeah. bullshit. You don't trust it anymore. I know. I'm going to have to earn back my credibility yeah. Anyway, with you. proceed with your compliments. Okay, yeah. No, for real though. Uh, they both came from very, very extensive careers in the business, and um, they've put this project together in the last few years, and it's one of the coolest new alt bands, I think, and that's why we're so happy to have them Alt-right out. bands, actually. <laughs> that's, that's right, staunchly, staunchly alt-right. <laughs> Stage right or... Stage left, alt-right. Okay. <laughs> that's what our, our new record is called. <laughs> <laughs> I think this podcast is going to be like jazz. So much fun for us and not for the listener. <laughs> hey, if they can't keep up, it's their problem. I, I dare you guys. I dare you guys to name your album that. <laughs> Don't dare us because we're I know, we're the I, non-cowards. That's exactly why I'm daring. You. We're the non-cowards who will. I mean, our last record is called Karate. <laughs> no, we have our cover and and concept. Should we share it or is that is that share blog? it? I think give it all to the world. Before it's out, you know. Yeah, but we haven't heard this. We want to hear. You actually have. You're doing our cover. Oh, is it the Last yeah, Supper? Yeah. Well, it's Thanks it's for doing it yeah. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, it's the Last Supper painting oh, again. The Last Supper again. It's the Last Supper rendering with Kenny and I's faces, respectively, crudely um, superimposed on random apostles, mm-hmm. and the album's called Supper. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. All oh, right, yeah. I mean, that's easy enough to do. Yeah. You you want it to be especially shit, the, the the photoshopping. You don't want it to be good. No, no it can't be yeah. good. It's not supposed to be good. Okay. It's supposed to yeah. look like we did it, but I don't. But you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do a bad version. I can't even of, do a bad version of what I like. Um, Travis Scott's album cover. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. For Astro World or whatever. Oh yeah. Was what was it? It's, it's like. Really shit animation and 3D photoshopping stuff. It, to me, it just looks like somebody who got you know the software for free. Like this is so hired the software. And like, Isn't that what his wife looks like? Let me see. Uh, is that is his wife? Isn't it Kylie Jenner really bad know. 3D photoshopping? I, I don't know. To me, it just looks silly. It, it looks like somebody. No, that's that's a photo. That's a set. 
Who's fucking no, this all up? A lot right of now? that looks like 3D. 3D. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It he, looks he like looks David like, LaChapelle. He looks like the guy. It does. He looks like the the or whatever the right. f- the face looks like. Um, my vape dealer. Uh, <laughs> it, no, he really does. He's this guy. He has male pattern baldness and and dreadlocks on the sides and the back. I've seen him. It, yeah, that's what he looks like, man. What do you mean your vape dealer? I go the vape dealership. I go to. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, it's like a car dealership. It's on Ventura Boulevard. It's similar. It's similar, but they sell like vapes and vape sticks and vape juice. <laughs> vape juice. There's nothing healthier. Than, Do they sell uh, used vape as well? Or? No, it's all brand new. <laughs> it's all brand Vintage new. Vape. Um, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. So, when did you guys get addicted to vape sticks? Um, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh. Well, I was a cigarette smoker a long time ago. Then I quit doing that. And then about five years ago, I started having the occasional cigar. And then about a year later, I was having like five cigars a day. Because I'm just like the type of person. I have like an all or nothing. I'm just such an addict. (laughs) And then, so that was getting too expensive. And, uh, you know, I smelled bad. Up in Mabai so then I started chewing tobacco you used to sing lead vocal recordings with a lit I cigar did. in your hand yeah in closed in the studio yeah yeah I did huh. I did man I'm pretty core actually. yeah um, was this around the time that the sopranos came out and they had that opening sequence where he smoked a cigar, and you were like, "No, that was it. that was toward the end of the twentieth century when that was a, that toward like it in the end of the during the end of the nineteen hundreds when I had a hit song. Mm-hmm. That's when that that was happening. <laughs> it's ni- funny yeah, how put it that way the nineteen hundreds feels like a, a very long time ago. I guess it it is now. Yeah, it is. It's kind of funny how certain habits like smoking have got a fashion associated with them, like. Yeah, I don't. No one would picture you as a, like cigar smoker. You say that, and you think Tony Soprano, yeah, or like big dude in a suit. For some, at least in my head, I think that. Yeah, but they're nice for anyone. But you know, they, mm. it's funny that those things even have a fashion. Like vaping has but a certain. I think there there thing is associated with it. <laughs> I like right. that. It's a different kind of asshole. Like the cigar fashion is a particular type of asshole. Do you believe vape- in the phallic thing? Do you believe that in the Freudian idea that cigarettes are a phallic symbol? Danny, I don't do that. I, I see where you're going with this, and it makes me really uncomfortable. Well, well, I mean, I don't know why it's making you uncomfortable. That's not how you're meant to use them. Well, look, look man, I, <laughs> I, 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 I see the road you're trying to go down right now, and I'm just telling you right now I'm not cool with it, man. Okay. It makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so ever since Max stopped doing yoga, he's gotten a lot more uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I will say that there's a documentary that I bring up probably every other podcast called The Century of the Self, and one of the first things they get into is uh, whether or not cigarettes are a phallic symbol because there was this guy called Edward Bernays. He was Freud's nephew, and he was the father of modern advertising, kind of. He was very influential in corporate psychology in America and also in, in government movements. So at the time that the suffrage movement was happening, <laughs> women, uh, women weren't smoking. So cigarette companies, want, they're like, we're missing out on half the population. Because like it was un, you know, but unbecoming for a woman to smoke. So what Bernays came up with was he linked 
cigarettes to the suffrage movement by calling them torches of freedom. And at one of a, at a huge movement, he had uh, uh, twenty or hundred or whatever it was, women light up cigarettes and, and call them torches of freedom. But his reasoning was he thought that cigarettes were phallic symbols and that women secretly wanted to have penises. So this was the, this was influencing his entire approach to how to get women to smoke. So he called them torches of freedom, and it ended up working. The, it slowly started to move cigarettes into this symbol of empowerment, which obviously cigarette companies didn't give a fuck about suffrage. They were just trying to sell more cigarettes. But I thought that was interesting. So I was wondering if you think of a cigarette as a phallic symbol. <laughs> yeah, man, look, I think we've... <laughs> we just lost so many listeners with that stupid-ass story. It's not stupid, that's true. Um, and he don't, I don't make know, fun of my Danny. stories. You know what? Like I'm, I'm so bored right now. (laughs) 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 When was that? When was this guy? Yeah, let's continue. Nineteen twenties. Nineteen twenties. We we think this is all new now. Like you know these evil corporate advertisers that are co-opting social movements. I guess they just do it a little quicker or more transparently now, which means we're either dumber now or. Or not, but I mean, they've been doing this for hundreds and thousands of years. What? Average? Just, yeah, I feel no, like... Not just that, like jumping on a very specific movement that has nothing to do with, you know, like the, social suff- the, the suffrage movement. Justice. Yeah, because yeah. there's real emotions wrapped up yeah. in it. So real emotions are always good, a Powerful. good thing to capitalize on if you're trying to sell people stuff. I love it when brands do that. I just think it's wonderful. I get such a... It, it's so inspiring. What's your favorite? <laughs> What's, What's so your favorite? So oh man, any 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 brand that's like just you know just telling me that they do good things and that if you buy this you're good. I just I get a kick out of that man. I <laughs> I just rush to the store. <laughs> L A is particularly. You see a lot of the front line of advertising here. If you drive on certain streets, you know they're trying their more adventurous campaigns. I feel like like on Melrose. And the amount of shoe brand things that are all about empowering women or empowering this or that person when it's it's just so transparent, mm. like just jumping on a fucking bandwagon to sell more shoes made in sweatshops. I didn't mean Nike. They're not necessarily using sweatshops. That should not be taken. Literally, it's parody. Or are I they? disagree, man. I don't think brands can do any wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love them. I think, uh, did we watch Idiocracy on the bus? I figured, or you guys go to bed. I think, I think we, we went were, to bed. Well, I think we were playing Red Dead Redemption in the back. Oh, yeah, vaping, we were Red Dead. So you still haven't, you still haven't seen it. Probably. No, no, Ma- one of you guys has seen he it. He has seen it. Yeah. Max has seen, seen it. I haven't times. seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah you got to watch it. They, they, Don't tell me what to do. In like 500 years from now, the Carl's Jr. ads are the best. Basically, the slogan is reduced to Carl's Jr., fuck you, I'm eating. <laughs> because, awesome. you know, if you extrapolate from their current ads, you know, it's <laughs> right. like, that that is that is the essence of their message. I would go to Carl's you, Jr. more if they actually said that. Do yeah. you guys remember the Dudley Moore movie Crazy People? Because that was yeah. kind of lifted from that, where where it's like he's an ad guy that all of a sudden, you know, I forget, gets a conscience or can't lie, and so like the campaigns become, you know, face it, you're fat, buy this diet pill and you'll get a free plant. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have not. That sounds like it's up my alley, though. I like uh, uh, 
Dudley Moore is fucking funny. Yeah. yeah, it sounds a bit like that other movie with the uh, the other British guy, Truth in Advertising. No, it's How to Get Ahead in Advertising oh, get ahead with in advertising. Um, Richard E. Grant. Do you know who Richard E. Grant is? No. You would recognize him. You probably would recognize him. He's a British, actually South African actor, but from from the UK. It's it's similar kind of story. It's the, it's the behind the scenes of advertising, and, and he has this second head that grows out of his neck, mm-hmm. which is his... Uh, the sort of evil version of him. Uh, oh, no, sorry, the conscience. So he's having const- it literally is a head that grows out of his neck talking on his shoulder, and he has this conflict with his conscience about what to do. But it address all that in advertising. There seemed to be a lot of thought about advertising in the last 20, 30 years about how evil it is. Mm-hmm. You know, made movies about it. Do you guys think it's evil? Or I know Max, he loves brands, but what do you think, Kenny? Interesting. It's an interesting story you just told. Um <laughs> I don't care, man. I don't. I don't care. All right, don't let's talk about surfing. So we can keep, yeah. keep, keep let's Kenny talk about, away. Yeah, Jesus Christ, we're talking about advertising. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it makes. Do you guys saying, have any other cool just references? About, we can dude, talk you about? wrote an entire song about sales. Can we just? <laughs> <laughs> True. Da, 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 da. Uh, you owe me money now. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, we're talking about what song are we talking about? Uh, Kenny dis- has such a weird act of being disinterested in things, and he's also a bad musician. Like he, you know, he's very self-deprecating. Well, listen, if playing I playing sit- a cool kid, and then you see him sit down at a piano, and he's a fucking great musician, and he thinks about all this shit, and he's the guy doing all the advertising for Kenny fitness. Im- yeah, he's a bullshit artist. Contradiction. But listen, if you set the bar low, you know what I mean, then you can't fail. You exceed expectations every time. So, like, why would I speak highly of myself? That just makes so you're aver- you're you're going for like. The lowest below average. denominator, below average, and yeah. then you yeah. surprise, and then I go slightly above average. That's your brand of advertising. That's that's my brand of advertising. <laughs> Set the bar below average, enter just above average, and be thought of of you know high average. <laughs> yeah. I think of you as high <laughs> average. <I'm>, yeah, <laughs> on average, you're high. On average, yeah. So, um, how long before you tell somebody you can fly a plane? Uh, do you save that for when you start to see their interest wane in you? No, motherfucker. I don't ever say like, <laughs> hey, I could fly a plane. It's more like, hey, I like planes or somebody else can fly a plane. It's only, you know, if it comes up a conversation. I'm but just, did you know that I could fly a plane? Yeah, I yeah. knew that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I was getting bored by with the you. Way, then, yeah, by the way, we met, again. we met your dad or I met him for the first time. Oh, that's right. Uh, he likes you guys. I don't know why. It was cool yeah. to meet it's always cool to meet someone and see where the person you know came <laughs> yeah. from. Do you see He's, me and him? Pops is so oh, cool, yeah. man. A ton. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, just, I just listened to the New York Times podcast. I'm the type of guy who listens to stuff like that. And, uh, I heard, and heard the Boeing story. Like, uh, so in the company? It. Yeah. Um, I, haven't, I haven't heard do this. you know those couple Boeings have gone down? Do you know about those? Oh, right. 737 yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxes, yeah. yes. The 737 Maxes. And then it's come out. There have been multiple whistleblowers in in Boeing. What's the big one? The seven eighty seven, the Dreamliner. That's the seven eighty seven is the Dreamliner. And none of those have crashed, but there are all these reports of how um, incentives on the production line were were totally out of whack. Like they were using parts that were faulty and you know marked red. Do not use scraping off the red paint and using the parts. Total just like Corner bolts cutting. and weird pieces of metal stuck in engine areas. <laughs> um, yeah. That's crazy. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up when we have a fly gig in a 
Florida this The Dreamliner is the one with like the the purple and like amber colored lights in in it, right? And the wings bend a lot? Yes. That's not the double-decker one? No, the double-decker, the full double-decker one is the Airbus A380 by Boeing. That one's, wait, no, no, that's the Airbus is by Airbus. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But the A380 is the double-decker all the way through, which I've been on once, Mm -hmm. and as a plane enthusiast, I was really excited to go on it, and it was a full nightmare. Why? Why? Double the people, double the babies, double the coughing, double the sneezing, double the germs. That's all it is. It's just more fucking people. Yeah, that's true. It's very anticlimactic and not fun. (laughs) I will say this. I didn't feel that one take off. No, because, yeah, it's going so fucking slow. It's unbelievable. Right. Well, I mean, it takes such a long... That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Build up or whatever. We uh, the first time we flew on those, we were coming back from South Africa, and the cheapest flight was was Emirates through Dubai, and it was like an empty flight. So we were on this ginormous fucking plane, and you know how they show the cameras on the on your screen? Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cycle through the different views of the camera. And we're looking at the fucking camera, and all of a sudden you're in the air, you don't even right. notice it. Hey, here's a story for you. <laughs> the uh, the one Everyone. time that I went to South Africa, we went from New York JFK to Johannesburg. It's like a fourteen and a half hour flight or fifteen hour flight, something like that. I had the the only seat in the entire plane that te- the, whose TV was broken. The entire <laughs> yeah. flight, I was the only person. We did that. Get this flight back Johannesburg to New York, same plane, same seat, no. broken TV. Swear to God, it, what, was it a uh, South African Airways? Uh yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. So in, in the course of your life you've you've gone thirty hours without watching TV. <laughs> Danny, you know that's not the point of the story. How how much money would it well, take? Who booked, your, who booked the seat assignments? So you should have, have you told been, somebody. Have you ever been talking about shitty plane experiences? Have you ever been shaken awake to be asked if you want peanuts? Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I remember about that flight. Sir, but, sir, yeah, sir. Yeah. They literally me, sir, shook me. Sir. They shook me and they go, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Is, oh, is the plane going down? And he goes, uh, do you want peanuts? It's <laughs> the plane Dude. going down. Yeah, that happened to me. I just like, the fuck is wrong with people waking you up <laughs> yeah, to yeah, find yeah. out if you want peanuts? No, I, the fuck I would, I maybe they just peanuts. get a sick pleasure out of it. They're so bored with being a flight. How much money would it take for you guys to, on a flight to South Africa, only stare at the flight tracker <laughs> and and not, I mean, whatever. Not you that go much to the bathroom. Money. Honestly, I... How long is the flight? 15 hours from Atlanta or... Aurora. 17 from New York. Yeah. yeah. So you'd do it for 1000 bucks. What What are the rules? You just... You can get up and use the restroom when you have to. Other than that, you're sitting in your seat. You can't read books. Flight really. trackers on. You're awake. You're staring at oh, the flight tracker. Oh, you have to tracker. be awake? Yep. Th- I'll do it for 1000 1000 bucks, but divided by 17. What is that? Someone with math do that. Mm. It's not very much an hour. It's not very much an hour. There's other jobs you can do. I'm Asian. Don't worry about it. I'm really. Tell you good what I math. do for $1,000 a meet and greet with a bunch of radio winners. Oh, yeah. $58 an hour. <laughs> $58 an hour. It's okay. To not do anything, that's pretty tight. You know? Yeah. Right, yeah. You know? Plumbers get paid more, <laughs> I guess. But plumbers are useful. Right. That's Trade. one thing. That's one thing. You, plum, a plumber is somebody who's got you. It's a bit like a mechanic. You know, if your fucking sink is bursting. They're undeniably useful. Nobody questions the usefulness of a plumber. Plumber. So is plum a verb? To plumb something? To plumb. Yeah. Plum. Will you it plumb is. this pipe? Is. is that right? really? Yeah, you can. Yes. Colton? <laughs> <laughs> There's it's a like lot of people on this Jamie. podcast. We're going in so many directions. So many direct the ship. Max? Well, Max, next topic. 
<sighs> oh, so you can plumb. What does it say? The depth of a body of water mm, to test plumb. to determine the vertical. A plumb bob. <laughs> so it's not fixing a toilet. It's a plumb nose. No, it's to measure. I need to plumb the pipe, you know what I mean? All this talk's making me have to take a piss. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let's check in with Colton hey, real quick. Colton, you got any news or updates for us? Um, yeah, this uh, great hit series on HBO called Game of Thrones has its uh, last season. Best season ever of the entire series so far. The last season of Game of Thrones. This is going to make us unpopular, but I think the Congress, are, the Congress brothers are. Yeah, you guys, don't don't worry, Danny. <laughs> I mean, with amongst the people who like us, you know um, that the people who like us are. Here's not the thing: like us there's less. two types of people: those who have seen Game of Thrones and absolutely adore it, and then those who have never seen it. I don't know anybody who has watched Game of Thrones actually gone through it and didn't like it. Uh, from season two or three on, it's turned into a piece of shit. In my Are opinion. you out of your mind? In no. which? In what way? How is it? It's incredible. Well, let's just it's talk about incredible. the last season because this one is undeniably. I've watched. I've been more on board than these guys have been. Are we allowed to do spoilers? No, because I've not watched this current season. Yeah, who yet. cares? Like, <laughs> listen, you can't have a podcast and talk about Game of Thrones last no, season. There are and no not spoilers in this last. In the last Spoiler! It's boring and shit. Dude, everything comes to fruition. All the storylines yeah, yes, that we've had I've the watched, entire eight I've watched season. senior like end of year videos before, and that's what this season feels like. Everybody's together right before the dragons come. No, the there's gonna be some sort of M Night Shyamalan twist or whatever. But right, you can't just think that a, a series like Game of Thrones is gonna be like, okay, here's your boat. No, on I, it I, I'm no, they're gonna pull off some cool little twist and so, you know, whatever they're gonna I kill think the, somebody. The magic of writing is uh, the most magical kind of writing. I think is when you sympathize with every character in a series, you know? Like, there's a few shows that have done that where even if you don't like them, you, you sympathize with every single so is character. Is your issue that you don't sympathize with I sympathize with, with none of the characters. I, I want <laughs> with none of the characters. I want the dragon to eat all of them yeah, and then him to commit <laughs> I'm secretly hoping that a dragon just eats everybody. Or maybe the White Walkers could win. That would be better. Right, I feel sorry for... People like you, you guys sound like a bunch so, of snobs. You know, you've read all the books, <laughs> and you go on Reddit. Read all the books. What books? The Game of Thrones books, yeah. or just books in general? Uh, Game of Thrones. I'm very well read. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know you're a redhead, but go ahead. Look, I can tell where you're where you're going with this, and. And I, it makes me really uncomfortable. No, but like you can't, so you can't enjoy it. You can't. You, no, that, no, I like, know what you're saying. Like, I have but no that's idea. not true because I watch all sorts of shit things or do like I can enjoy stuff. I'll tell you what I, I like. Watch the it's got to be a little poppy. It's, it's horrible. The final season. But it's not. It's, it's not, not the poppiness not of it yet. that I mind. I like. I, trust me, I've watched way more shit TV than I'm happy or comfortable. Admitting. admitting. Yeah. But there's just something about this writing that's so self-indulgent in a like such a masturbatory way. I it just it's fucking killing me. And I I've I've not been a big hater on even the other seasons that I thought were not good. I've been fine. It's entertaining. I want to see what happens and there's a you know enough decent scenes and story to get me through the boring dialogues between people going my lord, my lady, my lord, my lady. You know. Okay, John. So, <laughs> in your opinion, if you have eight seasons and 30 or so different characters whose storylines have developed through the entire series, you get to the last 
season. Oh, I skipped the number all, of seasons. To which we all know the quote-unquote end of the world is coming. What the fuck would you have done differently? I don't have a problem with the uh, fact that they're bringing back they're all, all the characters back. together. It's the fact that they're all w- waltzing in like it's a promenade like with their dates. It, it's it's so fucking corny. My, prob- yeah. my problem is you can, you can feel George R.R. R. Martin writing himself into the Sam guy's you know character. That he, you, you know that George R.R. R. Martin did not write these last two seasons. He wrote the storyline. No, he wrote the storyline, but right. the books ended like three seasons ago. So everything that you've seen for the last three seasons are okay. So I'm, maybe Weiss's I won't brain. blame him. Well, that's what I'm. Well, listen, guys. So listen, you already don't like it. And you don't even have all the facts. I'll tell you this much. Oh I, my god! I be I, more research. It's like <laughs> yeah, but it's like somebody read like the hero's journey or something like that, or one of those Joseph Campbell books, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna write a thing that lines up with this. It's like it's fucking. I don't like it. Look, can we uh, talk it's about- an impossible task. The last season of a show like yeah. this, I mean, it just really is. Hold on you a second. So- arguably I, one of the hold, biggest shows. Some, here's where we need to, to clarify. Making a TV show is impossible. And if you can even make a bad one, that's pretty fucking incredible. So let's get that out of the way. Like, <laughs> I have no delusions about how difficult it is I'm to write something. I'm not going to be humble like Danny. I'm going to say I could have made it better <laughs> if, if, if I had a pencil and a bunch of, like, Drawing paper, I could draw something better. But than see, that's just a the... pile of shit. But see, that's just the type of person you are, John. I think that part of it is you see like eight thousand celebrities endorsing it. I feel like a million people work on the show, and so you can't say anything bad about it because everybody knows at least forty-five people who work on Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, end, the HBO needs to you know make their money back so that they can make actual good shows. <laughs> Game of Thrones, like what? Game of Thrones like, is literally the cash cow that allows them to make actual good TV. That's the way. Like it, what? The marvelous Miss Maisel? Is that what you're into? The, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, man. HBO, Game of Thrones dude. is all time. Veep. Epic. I'll tell you, Veep. Veep is, is fucking amazing. Sure. Completely okay. can different. We talk about, can we talk about Lost? Because I feel like Lost is a oh, parallel God. with Game of Thrones. Wait, wait. Can I just? No, it's not because yeah. Lost was a complete piece of shit. Agreed. <laughs> Lost was Agreed. awful. Agreed. Talk Agreed. about a fucking horrible ending. For oh. Game of Thrones to be worse than that is something. <laughs> Wait, can we just all agree on one thing, though? Even if you don't Probably you like not. or don't like the show. That scene where they were riding the dragons? That was dumb. What the fuck? And the that CGI, really they, like, it's like they... It was awful. They got stupid. It looks, it looks really to, bad. You guys, do you guys, under, you guys yeah. know that dragons aren't real, right? No, like, no, no, it looked dumb. It looked really But if you extra imagine them, if you no, imagine know, dragons... did, but I'm like... You know, I, no, that scene was, was it's really It's not stupid. as bad as that. <laughs> Oh, don't make me go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, um, let's agree to say that you're wrong. <laughs> and that we, I, Well, we always, I've never, you know, if you guys feel attacked by this, imagine how we feel. I've never met a person who agrees with me that Game of Thrones is shit, except for my brothers. And they're, That's we're what like, I'm saying, you pretentious Oh, you Fox, think you the whole the only show one? is shit? I, don't think I like the, the first season. <laughs> I think basically when they got rid of Ned Stark Rude. and Carl Drogo, it went to shit. That's basically well, what happened. I don't. Yeah, they were good. I mean, Ned Stark was a, he's a great actor. That guy. You don't but, think the development of Jamie Lannister throughout the entire seasons is crazy? No, and everything about Brienne it. Is, I swear to God, how gnarly every, Cersei is. Every and thought, battles, every and thought about it is for Battle of the Bastards and Sansa's transformation. No, and Arya's because transformation ev- and everything about it is formulaic. In my what opinion, what the fuck do you think a series is? It's a for, it's a formula. It's supposed no, to be because, no, to... but it's like it's not. It's there's no. I I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that rubs me the wrong way. 
Is, is it's your pretentious attitude. That's whatever. Really fine. Ruining it I'm for pretentious. It. Apparently, I like how of all the things we've said to each other and Game of Thrones the, is the one yeah, that this evokes. is the thing that's going to end the friendship. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I do and that find just it shows what little bitches what? you are because you're. Don't make fun of my dragon show. <laughs> that's I, I, people are I'm not so the one that's attached hurt by the writing. Well, no, of but a here's, here's what it, But all those series are <laughs> you're like this are so formula. All of the television series in the last few years that we love. Are formulaic. They all have that that bait and the you know like that. There's just necessary. It's necessary to the form. I feel you guys like. are like, saying that the zombie dragon mystical magical series first of all doesn't have the best writing. It's a fucking like sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, it's but not there's like no rules stories about exactly. Stories. You can stories are stories. That, but like you can do fantasy that has. But fantasy is so. I'm not upset with the fact that there are dragons or any of the fantasy that's, aspects that's of it. I'm upset with the fact that when two human beings in the fantasy world come together for their big prom night before the dragons kill them all. <laughs> you mean all, the apocalypse, right? Yeah, before the, the pre, pre-apocalypse prom, that the dialogue between them is horrific. It's horrific. They do like that stupid the joke, the Lord of the Rings humor. Remember when Lord of the Rings, when the dwarf would make jokes and it, and it was just the dumbest fucking writing ever? Like when the guy talks, the, the one guy talks about uh, sucking on the teat of a giant. It was oh, just right, right, terrible right. writing. <laughs> Horrendous. So, Horrendous writing. But, but there's been enough great like writing up to store. this point to allow for this. For me, it's like we all okay, want to get wrapped up nicely. Like, just enjoy the spectacle. But here's the thing: I'm it. not. Cr- I I absolutely watch bullshit and enjoy it. So the fact that you watch this and enjoy it, I have no doesn't surprise me, and it doesn't surprise me that people like it. I just don't enjoy it. Like, there's nothing wrong with enjoying stuff. Of course, enjoy whatever you enjoy. Look, but I, I cannot. Oh, I got turn another off after this. For I know whatever where we reason can go. It, it it provokes the part of my mind that goes, "This is fucking dumb." It provokes that part of my mind. How are we supposed to argue with your feelings, Danny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's your feelings versus my feelings, and then whoever wins gets to heaven. What if we wrote a show about it where these feelings... Might be your lack of imagination or creativity, or you yeah, know, probably those kind of things. Sort of like, you can't really, really see past, you know you can't I, really see past the formula. You don't allow yourself to like be immersed in the universe, and it's I, okay. Some people are like that. Can I pose a question? I'm nerdy. I watched <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, and that had real shit CGI, and I loved that show. Uh, wait, Jesse. Jesse just asked if he I could pose a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Oh, can I answer? Can I answer the question? <laughs> this is for Max first, and everyone else can answer it. I would like to see some stats on how many. Americans like the show versus British people because I have a feeling that Americans hear a British accent and think something's better than it is or smarter than it is. <laughs> You're not that, wrong. I think You're that wrong. might be yeah. true a lot of the time. I don't think that's the case with Game of Thrones. Okay, well... It's an international phenomenon. I would, I would like to get some actual data on that. You know, no, the popularity I think- in, in, in Britain because... It's investment. Well, Cookie still has plane your, crashes on your, the screen your, up here. Your right investment now, so. is also the fact that... It, how many seasons is it? Eight. Eight. Eight seasons. Okay, and how many episodes a season? Uh, there's ten. as many as ten. This season went down to six. Okay, so people have invested minimum, what is that? Say like 80 hours. 80 hours, yeah, with these people. And then they think about it and they talk about it. So everybody's so attached to characters like this, which is what happens when you Story get this far. Storyline's so deep. It's like Harry Potter right, and Right, so you're, you're attached to these, like, these long storylines and you feel so familiar with these people that if you criticize a show like that where people have developed so many emotional connections to like actors then 
they get really sensitive about it. They get more sen- if you criticize a show or an actor that somebody likes, they get more offended than if you criticize their mother. I'm not sensitive <laughs> about the show in yeah, that way. Me neither. I, I, to be honest, I don't really know what's. I, I lost. I'm not saying you. I'm just I saying lost the just- plot a long time ago. Like, I, and I don't really care. Like I, it's right. You just watch it's the like dragons the, to eat the experiential. Too. You know thing and it's it's dazzling all right are you talking about life or are you talking about game of thrones (laughs) i'm talking about life with a capital l and i'd like if if i may um that's all uh here i'll i'll top this because maybe not but i also think breaking bad was utter shit (laughs) yeah right you're you have you have now no credibility and i'm honestly not interested in even talking about tv shows he's like all of the biggest shows in the history of television i think are shit no there were a lot of things that that were really big and popular that weren't good agree breaking bad wars about them (laughs) and i'm saying that breaking bad breaking bad felt like television whereas a show like the wire or some of you know like didn't like it felt like like yeah but but as far as TV shows go, Jesus, Breaking Bad was... No, look, I take that back. I won't say it's utter shit. I just thought for the amount of hype and everything it received, it the, felt very just like... Hey, what other things that are worldly love do you not like? We have I, so many more people agreeing with us right now well, than Congo's. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's, that's true. This is, the, Guys, this, this is, is recorded. So <laughs> but but this is also, this is also like the, the burden... Of, the burden we bear. Yeah, this is the burden of of a martyr and of a, like messiahs like us, where we're willing we're willing to take the difficult messiahs positions. Like us, yeah, that's an album title. <laughs> like Maybe we're that's re- better for the Last Supper thing. Like messiahs, messiahs like us. Be the first single. Yeah, yeah. Like us. yeah. It's basically you know we're willing to basically shoulder such a difficult opinion the to hold. Of accurate yeah. opinions. Yeah, look, well, you cannot buy taste. So uh, <laughs> this is know. something you'll notice about the Congress family is that if you like something, there's a good chance we'll even if we don't really dislike it, we'll take the opposite side vehemently. You're just, a polemicist. That, that, that just, just, that just yeah. makes you assholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not, yeah. and it's not even because Joey wa- Johnny watched the entire se- uh, series of Breaking Bad, so it wasn't it wasn't like utter shit because if it was utter shit you wouldn't spend 60 hours no, no, of your well, life you see I'm, I'm not saying this from I, I, I know it sounds like a snobby thing to say because I think The Wire is the best show blah 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 all that shit I watch it I'm not pretending I'm like better than anything I just watch it for what it is I get my shitty like distraction and entertainment from it but when they start talking about it and the people start going NPR voices about Breaking Bad and the writing and I just can't buy it Particularly if we're comparing it in the world of shows to which it needs to be compared, which is The Wire. Like, if you want to talk about a drug-based crime show. It's a different kind of show. It's different, yeah, it's a different, different show. It's, 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 it's more um, cartoony or, or um, what's the word? It is more cartoony. More, it's more figurative it's more and more TV. metaphoric. Like it's yeah. more in the tradition of a television show than, like, you know. Yeah, secondly, it's, it was on AMC, right? Yeah, I, it's back. hard for me to take actually any show, and this doesn't apply to Breaking Bad, about drugs seriously. That's on a show that doesn't let you say certain words, because I can't get my brain beyond that. Where people are dealing meth, but like I don't hear them say "fuck you." No, there's, there was plenty of that in Breaking what Bad. What does that say about your? What does that say about your imagination? Though I, you're like, I can't. But that, I don't have like what else was on AMC? That show, Holton Catch Fire. I thought the writing Walking on that was Dead. great. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. I'm saying. 
there's certain subjects you have to tackle with a little you have to delve into certain things be like doing like if they did the deuce on NBC about the you know the 1970s porn scene in New York it's on HBO and they try to do that show on NBC and they just cut away every time they So the into censoring prevented yeah. you from allowing no, yourself to immerse factor. fully it's one factor in the world. So but let's try to actually identify what it is that rubs you the wrong way because I watch bad things and I get pleasure out of it, you know, because you know it's like Walking Dead. Whatever, yeah. Hold on, just let me finish the story. You watch bad things, you get pleasure out of it. What is it? I couldn't do Walking Dead. (laughs) First two seasons, I couldn't. Just thought it was, but I think it's utter shit. But I, I for that kind of. Well, miscellaneous what, popcorn it's fine I like seeing like, what is the thing that rubs you the wrong way I think there's an element of pandering that rubs people the wrong way okay do you like House of Cards no I okay. love House of Cards it, it, I like the it, did, I like the first also especially seeing that weird thing that Kevin Spacey did where remember that weird like Christmas thing he did you you think yeah, of yeah, this yeah. thing in no, the whole No, but I just light. heard it, it was sort of an algorithmic creation like is it David Fincher who's the I can't remember. Who, the, you know what? I've yeah, seen, I know what you're saying. Part of it is I've seen the original British House of Cards. So that is in the back of my head. For the American version, they, via algorithm, figured out that people who like... Is it Fincher? Who, who's the... Yeah, David, he was the, yeah, did the and first season. People who like him like Kevin Spacey. And no, so they, they literally like paired them. So, oh, yeah. wow. You know, Netflix... Put together, not just that fact. Like I like a David bunch Fincher, of though. Shit. They figured out political drama plus this plus that minus this equals hit. Uh-huh. And, and you can tell when you're watching a Netflix, it feels like that. You feel oh. like you're you're getting that, you know, like that catnip. Every, every show that came, like Russian okay, doll show so that is just that came the thing out. That, see, I feel like we're actually very similar. It's this, it's this, it's pandering. I don't mind being pandered to if it's entertaining. Sure, right. The Walking Dead to me was pandering without the entertainment for me agree like, no, uh, I agree, I agree. Um, Game of Thrones absolutely this season especially taken by itself yeah definitely but I'm still dazzled it's still fun so here's a more interesting question why don't we like being pandered to is it because it makes you feel like a little child <laughs> <laughs> it's insulting, yeah. Right, it insults your intelligence. It right? is, yeah. So it's, that's where that's really what. If you if our intelligence is always insulted, maybe that's an insecurity about our intelligence. But I, I can <laughs> I can suspend that along with disbelief if uh-huh. if it's if it's fun. Right. It's yeah. a, it's it's the non gender specific version of mansplaining. It's just explaining, and when a show does that to you. You know, it's, I read a Sean Lennon. There was a Sean legs. Lennon critique on uh, I, I critique. I think it was like a tweet, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a critique on uh, The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> and uh, he I was could. like, he talked about that, like you know, they're they're just serving you up with everything that you're supposed to think mm. about I, the situation. I, I didn't see the show. I got. I watched. Like, I think I watched half of one episode, and I couldn't. Go Isn't that it, what so. kind of people use TV shows for, though, to not have to think, to sure, stop thinking, yeah. to come yeah. so home, that's have a, something served on a platter for totally. you that you don't have to analyze but and that's yeah. the think about when the it background? Tries to, when it tries to present itself as a thought-provoking thing, like, just be entertainment. And I feel like even that that's okay, part of my that problem with, even with the Game of Thrones is... 
they've gotten to the point where they now have one of the most powerful voices in television, and they're trying to sneak in some actual thought into it. And basically, since the first scene of that show, when we watched the first episode and you see the first White Walker or whatever, I was like, fuck yeah, I like zombies, I like fantasy, all this shit. And they've been waiting for this moment for like eight seasons now they're going to give it to you in one big final like money shot and it's just they have to in between that I got to sit through all your dumb fucking dialogue yeah but I mean you're not uh, it's the biggest show on TV obviously we're not the target audience I am I watched it (laughs) like you you know what I'm (laughs) saying like I am the target audience see I I quit so I feel like I am the only one who stands by their opinions (laughs) no but there are plenty of shows that challenge that notion that you know it should all be just served up and easy and you should be able to not bring any of your own uh imagination to it like i mean what are yeah. some other it's like how i love dumb action movies like fucking i watch fast and the furious Cars, girls, explosions, but they're guns. not even great. They're not even trying. No, to make I, 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 I know, I understand that. That's why but those it, movies work. But why is that not offensive? Because you go into Look, that thinking that because they want don't have to the be. pretense of of being right, but like with, thoughtful and I serious. Guess with, yes, with like something like Game of Thrones, I feel like that pretense is brought about by the viewers more than the show. Like, the show's putting out what they think is a great show, and then you have all these psychos who have been, like, the writing, and like you were saying, like, people <laughs> are, like, podcast dedicated to yeah. the fucking backstory. Like, maybe they fucking take it too far. Yeah, for and sure. I, some people mm-hmm. think that, like, there's this pretentious vibe behind the If you guys lift a promotional soundbite from me for the show, could it be me talking about how the Fast and the Furious doesn't have the pretense of being thoughtful <laughs> yeah yeah but could you narrow it down which fast and furious i mean there's eight of them i just watched all eight. Of the 12 eight fast eight furious eight. i think it was called yeah. no i, was I, two. I just have deep admiration fast. for anybody who's one of the, the highest paid actor on earth whose name is vin diesel that's impressive yeah man yeah, yeah. that's fucking crazy. i have a theory about it's short for Vinny. to expand on your idea Easily. of pretense right that the difference between a show that's not even trying to be smart or trying to impart some kind of knowledge versus a show that's trying to walk that line of entertainment and you know some, something meaningful, I think that TV and every art form over the last 20, 30 years, because data has gotten so good, you know, and the, the time between putting something out and the time between receiving data on it, you know, how well it does, what registers with what people... That's gotten so short now where it's like wag the dog, where the data is now feeding the impetus for the show. It's no longer a thought or it's a creative no, thought. No, totally. But you can Absolutely. also be meaningful and bro- and broad. Yes, you can. Meaningful and even stupid. Like, didn't uh, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but they were like smuggling, uh, uh, like... <sighs> a really stupid 80s sitcom into into North Korea uh like uh to try to you know show show you know the citizens mm-hmm. that there's that there's oh, yeah, another, another way. way yeah no there's definitely there've been many examples of that i mean obviously now the whole perspective of the Cosby show has changed because he's full such house. a fucking I think it was full house creep <laughs> yeah but our dad talks about the time in South Africa that show softened the mood of white racists there in a very like tangible way because obviously there was massive separation and uh, apartheid there and that show changed the way that people 
Are you laughing because there's a you looked up Full House South Korea and there's a Korean TV show called Full House? <laughs> oh my god! It it's South awesome. Korean. South Korean. Thank you, Colton. I was oh, about sorry. to. Yeah. I was about to yeah. slam my gavel. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he that in the '80s and that as they were trying to the progressives were trying to break down the system of apartheid. The Cosby Show came in and in basically a sitcom softened the mood and created an environment where they were able to slowly move out of that. It was a contributing factor of, you know, obviously with protests and all the normal things that go to bringing down an oppressive regime. But there can be, yeah, a, a sitcom that does change the world. So, yes, that's possible. I think what Jesse was saying, though... The Simpsons. Yeah, I think what Jesse's saying is really interesting that a show doesn't have the time to find its footing. It has to immediately click with the million people and it very often the only way to do that is to just tickle all their little dopamine receptors in the way that you know works and it's Game enforcing of Thrones, though, writing did smash like a lot of um you know archetypes or or f- like formula at least in the early episodes like protagonists getting killed killed i yeah. mean they, that it was they took risks that's what hbo does well in yeah. my opinion you know if you've not seen The Wire, the fact that they killed... This is a major spoiler. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, that's what I was thinking it. of when Danny was talking about people falling so in love with, feeling so identified with characters on Game of Thrones that they take things personally. I remember watching that show, and when characters you love die on it, it really being like you lost someone. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> like, when, that's when TV's working, you know? Yeah. And that's... Uh, if Because... Stories are something that have existed since humans could talk, you know, and uh, that that's a way for us to process things. It's a way for us to have experiences beyond our personal experience because you can't experience everything in the world in one lifetime. So stories are a way to to gather the experience or the learning from other people's experiences and get more out of a single lifetime. I think that's one of the reasons why stories are so important. And that's why TV is not necessarily just pure entertainment. It can also have a meaning in life. Um, it's just not in Game of Thrones. <laughs> With, without even shitting on Game of Thrones here, uh, I think if we're talking about something positive, when you do see good writing in a show, one of the things I think that really characterizes that well is when the characters and the story seems to follow a authentic, for lack of a better word, path, meaning that there's no writing a character to do what you want him to do or mm-hmm. her to do that the character does what that character would right. do. And Breaking Bad wasn't that, but like I didn't mind at all. Yeah, because it that, was okay, that's, to, it that's was, fine. It was a, in a different tradition that knew it was in that tradition. Thank you for reaching across the aisle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there, that, see, this is, I, it seems like an impossible thing to me, writing a character or thinking of it, because I feel like it, the person is able to embody that person and f- and think from their shoes and to see what they would do, which is a crazy task to be able yeah. to write what this person is going to do. Yeah, it's like changing if I your was, own perspective to think from their perspective. Right, totally. Like if I was like writing your character right now and be like, I'm going to go masturbate again <laughs> and uh, and maybe eat some chips. You maybe, know what I mean? Maybe eat some chips. Yeah, I guess grab some girds. <laughs> but but with you around, why do I need to masturbate? That's that's right, man. Drink drink this in. Bank it, man. Put it in the bank. 
All right, let's do a complete non sequitur. Colton, tell me something about the news lately. Anything. <laughs> He's like, I told you the one thing. I've done my work for okay. today. When are we going to roast each other? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Speaking of roast, there's so, I just, I keep, as you guys are speaking so eloquently, I'm looking around the room, you know, looking at different things on your walls, and I'm noticing this come with me now plaque, and it's got a picture of the four of you on it, and only Danny and Johnny have instruments on this cliff. <laughs> Danny's got a guitar. Don't know what he's playing. But I've also got sunglasses. Got, and Johnny's got his accordion. Dylan's is, of course, shoeless. And uh, Jesse's just kicking. It's just a really, like, who Kenny, did, who this is the go platinum no fur- black. Go so. no further. I, we will, I'm happy to jump on board and roast the shit out of this because it's not a good photo. <laughs> I've just, uh, who decided that that was the one, you know? I'll give I mean, you like, one guess. Starts with eh and ends with pick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, yeah. they spent $10,000 on a photo shoot and most of it went to catering and They're fucking. like, all right, Danny, put on sunglasses and hold this guitar. Yeah. Johnny, grow your beard out and have this accordion. Speaking of pretense. <laughs> Dylan, your thing is no shoes, so make right, sure yeah. you're not wearing shoes. I think that the art of making a rock band look cool is um, an impossible art. I've never saw, seen a rock band look cool I saw, ever. I saw a band photo the other day. I think it was posted by like K-Rock or something and it was just four dudes standing inside of like a U-Haul truck. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. And, oh, it was... was am, like, I wow. Say, am I allowed to say band's name? Sure. It was fucking Trapped, that band Trapped. And I, I, I commented Trapped in a U-Haul. Fucking awful. But uh, have you ever seen... Uh, if you stop to look at any Post stage shot, picture, yeah. right. especially of a rock band... Holy shit! They get oh real cheesy real quick. Real bad. That's, you, it's you tough. guys have been on major labels before. You've been around all sorts of photo shoots of people who have. Yeah, I've done that whole life. Non-entities who still think they have opinions and still have ideas and stuff. Say that again. What was yeah, the question? No, Is there a question um, in there? What you say? No, saying, saying that doesn't that explain that photo? No, yeah, the, the no, it yes. does. It does. I guess I was just I've been making fun of that photo in my head for the past twenty minutes. And you and finally I just, worked I, up the courage. Well, I, to... well, no, we just we got back to the roast, okay, and I was like, yeah. oh well. You know, that picture sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Back to the news? No, we're back to oh, the news. No, no, yeah. uh, we had Colton gather uh, some of our best oh, God. Oh, roasts wow. from social media. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, oh, um, well, let's give a little backstory on this. Is God, it, when, we so tour, when we toured with fitness for the listeners, um, this kind of epic roast battle and... <laughs> A lot of people thought it was real, and maybe parts of it were real, but um, we we pretended like we it hated came from e- a real place. Yeah, <laughs> we pretended like we hated each other, and so online we had a feud, and it started bleeding over into the stage. And the be- for me, the best part of I think the best prank was ours um, getting the crowd to the boo. Booing. Yeah, it was, that was real you good. guys thought on your feet really quickly and I thought the next best thing was actually bringing your sleeping p- bags from the bus <laughs> and coming up on stage during one of our songs and sleeping on stage during a song. So that's like, that's the... Um, I think the best prank of the whole thing were fans thinking that we actually... Yeah, this is how it started. We started with this... <laughs> We said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to post a note on Instagram saying that there's too much negativity in the world. And to do our part, we're going to stop contributing 
negativity. So we both we we both posted very similar notes to our respective Instagrams, and then immediately started to criticize each other for stealing each other's ideas. Oh my right. God. And then devolved into just pure hate. Right. So that I liked as the this kind of impetus. Kind of in response to just too much false positivity, I yeah. think, in right. the world. Like, people just kind of kissing everyone else's oh, ass well, you in can't, every you way. You can't be mean to anybody or else, right. you know, fucking people aren't going to like it or whatever. Like, fucking God. But particularly in the music world, I think it's led to no one ever just saying that a record is shit. No, totally. There's no more Noel Gallagher's. There's no yeah, more, like, you, why am I not allowed to say, why... If you're in the music business or you're an artist, why are you no longer entitled to an opinion? You're only I mean, it's, it's worse than that. It's like you can't. Yeah, it's like you can't be discriminating. No, and you can't. You, they, you, people hold it because if you, you can't if you not like something. something, right? Like, can you like something? I don't know. It's, it's just, the equivalent it's, of being surrounded by a bunch of yes men uh, as yeah. a politician. Well, I think just yeah. like, no. That's, that's actually a very you. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Is that in order to like something? It necessarily depends on the fact that you dislike other things. Totally, yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's a, it's a, obviously, but you're it's not a, allowed to say right. So what, what it's dislike. turned people into is basically liars because they right. keep all of their negative opinions to themselves and they let them fester and rot inside yeah. of their body and their and brain. And there's a conflation going on that by by you know criticizing the work that someone makes that that's a personal attack. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like it. It's not. Sometimes I, I'm able to do both, which is yeah, which really that's happy. the best case scenario. For me, I think a lot of this feud comes from my joy in finding out that you guys don't take yourselves overly serious, yeah. like everybody else does in this entire industry. Like so many bands can't poke fun at themselves or whatever the fuck it was. So to find another band that not only we were on tour with but sharing a bus with, <laughs> who can you know take a piss at themselves and somebody else, I think that led to some amazing. I think there's a time to take yourself seriously, which no, is while you're making the thing, right? Yeah, you should indulge the kind of take yourself seriously emotion to get it fucking done and to sure. get something that well, you're. Of course, you know? I think I can. And pay- then when it's done, if you can't laugh about it, something. Why you're just holding on to your any, any band that's been a band for longer than I don't know ten years or or something like you have to cultivate that or you're breaking up or you're you know I mean I don't know and as two aging bands I think this is a great point for us to, <laughs> as uh, a as a forty year old um, divorcee with a <laughs> bleached mohawk and an earring um, and a, <laughs> I I drive a white BMW uh, three series. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you. Dylan, sorry. What were Max, you saying? I think, I think I can, we just found our podcast promo clip right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I can pinpoint the, the moment that the tour kind of took a change for us because, every, you know, to give some perspective to listeners, it's like 12 people on a bus. We don't really know you guys too well. We've we've hung out with Kenny a, a decent amount, but not like... Not I'm sharing not, a bus. Yeah, not sharing yet. 24 hours a day together and then all, all of a sudden being thrown into six weeks of 24 hours a day. So we went out to dinner to an Indian restaurant, I think it was, <laughs> and we were just, we were kind of still getting to know each other and Danny said something like, he wished he could do something. He says, you know, cunt is still the one word that I um, hesitate to tweet. Right, right. And Max was like, that's fucking brilliant. I'm tweeting it right now. We we realize we're like, okay, we're gonna get along just fine yeah. with everyone. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the moment where all of a sudden we started like this dynamic of joking and feuding, and all of a sudden at, started to develop. At yeah. one point, 
I started stealing and selling your guys' stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty amazing because we actually got paid for yeah. your things. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we can was pay real. The, the commission over today. Then. What yeah. commission? Oh, one of them was your note, man. I think I got like five bucks for the handwritten passive aggressive note you, you left under the door. You guys, um, you try to sell one of our drum heads and you wrote Conga suck on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I secretly modified that one. <laughs> yeah. One and I brought a, like a nice little compliment towards us. I still sold it for fifty dollars. Right, right. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sold his bass string for twenty five dollars. I think. Huh. Well, yeah. yeah so Colton, I mean, has... we got the majority of the fees from the venues. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We gave Colton a t- we gave Colton the toss of going through our socials and kind of um, extracting some of the funniest God, um, roasts and tweets and Instagram posts and stuff. So we're going to go through some of these. So those of you that want to go back and re-experience, I think we should read each other's. Like yeah. Kenny, Kenny Reed. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, let's start. Let's start from the so top this is here. From this Congos is, to Fitness. Yeah, from Congos to Fitness. You guys should add a fourth member so that when the shit you call music is coming out of the speakers, there's enough people on stage to do it live rather than running the shit parts from playback. <laughs> okay, let's let's maybe analyze Dan, these jokes. Right? Uh, that was me. Kind yep. of funny, not super funny, but like maybe a six and a half on the scale of funny because it's kind of true, <laughs> you know, so... It's, it's, it's a little it's a little like, it's okay maybe it's brevity yeah. is the soul of wit there's there's he kind of runs on a little bit yeah. um, soul and let, wit let, two things say, you don't have <laughs> let's judge everything by the number of likes too this one okay. has five likes okay so let's go to three likes <laughs> <laughs> three likes Kenny says to Congress Music you guys should add a time machine and go back to Camelot where your music <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that one I like that one. Oh, that's a good tweet <laughs> that's a great that's tweet, a good uh, tweet. Uh, fitness says to Danny Congress, you put the dick in Dickens. Zero likes. This, this was this was an obscure novel back and forth thing. Uh, this one was mine. Who's you got? One uh, of you got to read that. Congos to fitness. Who produced your record? The assistant manager at Circuit City, which I don't even think is a business anymore. Uh, that's fucking... The point, Kenny. The point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. English is my second language. Uh, oh, this is you, know, this is you guys got to read that one. Sure. Um, yeah, we had a. Okay. No, no, Next. go ahead, Dylan. <sighs> <laughs> we had a, a fan comment. Um, this is comical. One of the few fans that actually got this as a feud because we actually lost fans over this, which I thought and was you funny. Guys, and you guys were prevented from gaining some fans because they're like, right. you know, fans well, of and- ours where they're like, stop being fucking dicks, fitness. Like, <laughs> be grateful for the experience. Yeah, whatever. we got some some outrage. Yeah. Can I say yeah. that I kind of thought you guys were like 10% pansies because you were slightly worried about people thinking that it was real, which to me was the best part. Oh, no, of we were never prank. worried about... <laughs> With that, we were honestly we're not for worried about. For your sake, we were worried you that you guys weren't going to pick no, up. No, what we were worried about is the fact that we had so many fans that took it seriously, which is an indictment of us because our fans didn't get it and is a reflection <laughs> of us. Right, okay. right. I see. Yeah. I see. You guys even went in on some fans, I think, on some of the comments, if I, I remember, remember correctly. Yeah, I think there were a couple where it's like, uh, you know, just... Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody read all of it. Fitness writes, I, l- I want to literally fight you. <laughs> uh, Congo's music replies good you'll lose like you lose everything else except your virginity <laughs> uh, Congo's replies to themselves because that's the type of people they are you guys complain when there's no kombucha in the dressing room and you want to fight <laughs> fitness is taken says your wife is my quote best friend <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to waterboard you with kombucha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to which Congress replies, would be more enjoyable than watching your set. <laughs> oh, that's a good thread. <laughs> Uh, fitness was taken said to us hey this one hurt guys we make art not jingles for soup commercials <laughs> 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 oh, oh man this, we were good man hey at fitness was taken great name irony will really distract people from your shit music that's I a, think this was just unprompted that's a good tweet yeah <laughs> fitness was taken says to us your music is so deeply boring, it makes my earlobes hurt. <laughs> Danny Congo says, it's probably the feather earring, you pretentious fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good tweet. <laughs> so, this, this is kind of, you kind of get the point, I think, people listening, of the, uh, the feud that went back and forth. In, oh, that's what is a, this one? Oh, this one has oh, yeah. the most likes out of everybody. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny said to us, Congress music, you guys sound like if Imagine Dragons were popular in the 15th century. <laughs> Can we also point out that I tagged Imagine Dragons? And it, in got, that 20, one. it got 20 likes. These are comments on a post, so that's that's pretty. pretty uh, <laughs> you <geez, kinda. laughs> Wait, go back. <laughs> you guys remember. Kenny says, you guys remember when you filmed a documentary about yourselves? <laughs> can, I, can I just say thank you for bringing that up? Yeah, and, yeah that um, lead to bus call. How, how did you enjoy it? Because this is the funny thing about Kenny. Well, the writing is he, was... <laughs> you guys had one day off. One day off where you flew back to L.A. to see your wives and families and all that. And, and Valentine's in, Day. Valentine's Day. And the first thing we get, like three hours after you must have woken up, is, guys, oh my God, Boss Call's actually pretty good. And then you binge-watched our fucking series, you bitch. Listen, you're not supposed to tell anybody that to, to begin with. Now, I haven't got to the end of Bus Call, but it, where it's going, I'm starting to get a little bit disappointed. Like it was formulaic and, you know, rounding around to the end. The well, wait, at the end... We imagine dragons shows up, <laughs> and it's like it's like Game of Thrones. Right <laughs> from the front lounge, you've been uninvited from doing an episode with us. Fitness replies, "Good, no one listens to that piece of shit anyway," <laughs> which is partly true. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this was uh, Dylan Congo said. You guys were literally last on our list for openers, to which I replied, yeah, sucks everyone turned you guys down. <laughs> yeah, and at a certain point, some of these insults became so reflexive yeah. that like everyone got hurt. It's like a, a murder-suicide. You know? oh, like, <laughs> oh, this is mean. This is mean. Uh, all right. Anyway, you can go look through our Twitter and Instagram history. <laughs> oh, wait. This is a good one to last one. Congo's Music said... You guys are like a middle school coffee shop band that still wears those chain wallets and belts that hang down between your legs. <laughs> Fitness replies, you, you guys are like Mumford and Sons if they were even worse. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't I like you guys a lot. I man. forgot this one. Fitness was taken. You guys are the board shorts of music. <laughs> Put good. some more Oakleys on and hide your shame. That's, that's, a, that's a good tweet. That's a good tweet. That's a good. Tweet. I like um. I, I like attacking people's uh, uh shame. Like yeah, making you like shaming a person. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you look like, like Jared Leto in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> <laughs> I like comparing people's music to 
types of clothing or types yeah. of food or things the like that. You're the, the Matchbox like- 20 of anachronistic folk rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, I have a problem with that that tweet. Oh, that's and, surprising. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the entire concept is really funny, but the use of the word anachronistic uh-huh. betrays it. it. It kills the humor. You think? Why? Because uh-huh. it's redundant? Because folk music No, is? because it's too smart. I don't know what that word means. No, it's too, it's too smart. It's too Something smart? Yeah. It's like it, when, you, when, you, when you try, when you use a word like anachronistic and you put, you're putting that much effort to be accurate into Wait, your so language. Wait, so your problem with my tweet is that it was too smart? No, it's too try hard. Oh, that's that's interesting that you're assuming that I I had to try hard. <laughs> no, oh no, I've seen you tweet. Huh. It takes you forever. That sounds an awful lot like projection. <laughs> Our manager told me the other day I was projecting. I'm, I'm actually trying to give you tips, Kay. By the way, uh, I'm trying to help you out, and it's out of the kindness of my own heart mm-hmm. that I'm willing to, you know, look kindly. Oh, actually, sorry. <laughs> this was this is one of my favorite ones. It was this Jesse's. We said to fitness music, you guys are the sketchers and we tied sketchers of skate shoes. <laughs> That's Which a good anyone, anyone who has skated before is like, yeah, yeah just, sketchers are just it. It such a joke. I can't believe that company still exists. I actually said that They're the huge. other day, passing it in at the Universal like, whatever, City Walk thing. I was like, how did that country, country, company? <laughs> I think Kim uh, Kardashian made it fucking massive again. She endorsed it. Oh, I, mean, I right. can't really tell the difference between Skechers and other shoes. I just use those ones with the lo- the um, curved soles to make my butt look better. Oh, I thought no, you have Skechers. the ones with the wheels on the back, the little wheels that you can roll around on. I've seen you wear those. <laughs> Wheelies do I'll, have a funny look to them. get those for them. stage. <laughs> just wheel around. I, I'm not familiar enough <laughs> to know what Skechers look like. Uh, there's just something that's a little off about them. Yeah. You know? like it, I don't know it's what like it is. It's like subtly off. Because they always try to follow trends right. and they were never cool you know while right. other cool skate shoe companies like etnies and all these other ones are making yeah. actual skate shoes that were functional and cool yeah sketchers was like oh yeah let's get into that and then it yeah. was let's get into a sports shoe and it's a company yeah. that they're like followers yeah that's a so thing. are people wearing them ironically now no no i don't know hmm. but they're not bad enough for that they're not you know they're not the yeah. worst things like you've ever seen girls they're who not right hip-hop either yeah exactly. wear sketchers <laughs> okay. He's laughing because it's accurate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that girls that, like that. girls that wear like khaki pants and black tank tops wear white sketchers. The okay. hip hop dance. Yeah. The hip hop dance. Huh? Yeah, the hip hop dance. <laughs> At the pepper. Well, maybe they're not hip hop dance. No, they were like going to a hip hop to Adidas and stuff. Right. That you works know? too. That yeah. works too. I don't fucking know, guys. Ugh. I like uh, the f- the finger shoes. Those are cool. The toe, the toe shoes. Oh, toesies. That's what I call them. Yeah. Hey, um, let's let's lose our like last five listeners by talking about a favorite piece of gear. You got anything new? Let's lose our last five listeners and talking about pieces of gear. (laughs) We're gonna send those listeners away. It's time for a verse. This is where the part where the (laughs) and the listeners will go with the Dude, don't worry. We can fix all the tuning issues. Quietly, listeners are gonna go away in the end because everybody dies. That's like that's like one of those songs that they sing from Game of Thrones. You know, like every epi- every episode they have a. This song. is actually yeah. Song yeah. The the copyright of that is actually in question because the copyright of that is in question. <laughs> He must be a lead singer, man. 
All right, but seriously, any you guys are working on a new record, and you are in. Is this a new? This is gonna be a new studio that you're actually recording this record in. Yeah, that was actually moved, right? that was actually one of the songs that we're gonna <laughs> we're putting out. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the demo vocal. Um, no, we just so karate is the full length that we did uh, put out last July. That was the first one that we did at our new studio. Uh, so this will be the second one there. Um, and I think it's, I mean, we've got an EP done, but if it's, you know, we're being told that it's not going to come out until August or so. So, you know, we probably have an LP by then again. So it mm. looks like we'll do another full record, probably something like that. V tight. So, so, so any, yeah. you get any, any new piece for your studio that you've been new pieces for the studios. Um, no, actually, because our music doesn't actually make any money. So there's not a lot of funding for new gear, but I did get a new microphone, Telefunken TU29 Copperhead, which uh, is actually quite awesome. Sounds great on Maxi's voice. Uh, and then lately, my new mastering bus vibe, I've started using the um, Isotope Ozone stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten into that? Some really, really fun uh, plugins. The RX stuff? Oh, uh, well, yeah, the RX stuff is a lot of the. Um, spectral stuff repair and yeah. yeah that kind of stuff but they've got this thing called ozone that's like it's got vintage compressors and limiters and it's all built into one and it's super Who like cares? graphic and <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah the uh, that's good those of, those of those, us who have to actually I make like, the record um, <laughs> I like uh, I like the uh, I like the uh the ozone mm. maximizer is good. It's the way that you can have the eight points on the graphic key right, inside yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. uh, I would do. I would recommend you check out for your demos and whatever. Maybe when you guys send them off for like real mastering, you want a human doing it. But it's pronounced a, mastering. Um, <laughs> as a perfectionist, let me tell you that we are it's in the USA mastering. The you should check out Ken, Max. Is Max always gets defensive because he doesn't know how anything works? And <laughs> so that is was, so not true. But I, you know what, I've been using a lot recently, and I've been running. <laughs> I, I I put it on everything. Um, is uh, <laughs> the distressor? Uh, the distressor, yeah, 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 the distressor. I've yeah. been putting the distressor, distressor on distressor? everything. Although Max is yeah. really good at. Um, Listening? Well, no. So, like, Max has... Let Kenny finish. Yeah, um, go ahead. If you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Max um, is really good at <clears throat> hitting the, the space bar so that the section of the song he's writing to starts playing. It makes the song start again <laughs> from the beginning of the song. And you always used to have to do that for him, right? Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's a Wait a second. What's up? So you had to you had to do the spacebar form before, but now he can yeah, do it on his own. Right. And so and then also on top of as a layer of talent and skill and skill set, he can also hit the spacebar to stop the music so that he can write when mm. you know it's in a Yeah, I mean that's a pretty rudimentary thing. It's not something that not everybody can do it though. Like it's, I can understand why, easy, uh, but especially uh, lead singers. Yeah. Especially lead you singers. You wouldn't want to get too technical by maybe learning another keystroke because hey, that would interfere with the artistic. Who's process. the lead singer right. in your band? <laughs> uh, can I we're answer? All yeah, yeah, wait, leads. if you guys don't mind, let me answer that leads. one. We're all leads. Or is it all back background? What, what, what do you think? Uh, music's kind of a collaborative, like giving thing in our band we're not there's no ego really huh, that's interesting that yeah. you think that that's <laughs> <laughs> do you know what is funny is if everyone takes out their phone right now not us like listeners and type in lead singer on your text app and see what the autocorrect emoji is for that <laughs> it looks it? like walk lead singer. The, like walk the moon and uh jared leto Oh, yeah. had a baby it's, it's it's so perfect the little icon for lead singer on just no, it's emoji. Skinny, beautiful Ziggy, guy with isn't it david hair. bowie 
Oh, it is. <laughs> Sherbert yeah. Color yeah, but it doesn't look like him. Doesn't it? Mm. Does he have the lightning bolt across his face? Yeah, isn't that, uh, yeah. Is that him? Yeah, that's David Bowie. Oh. There's this artist called David Bowie. You may have heard of he him. He just died, actually. <laughs> R.I.P., man. <laughs> R.I.P., dude. He, oh, just, Bowie. he just passed away like <clears throat> this month. A lot I of think. people tell Max, a lot of our fans and new fans, and people that we don't even know, yep. tell Max often that uh, he reminds them of David Bowie. They sure do, man. Yeah. Um, I guess they say, I, I hope you die also. <laughs> no, they God, Danny, no, they don't say that. They're, they're like, you really sound like him, and obviously he's a genius, and and uh, he was. You sound like a knockoff, an iconoclast. <laughs> and um, do you need me to look that up for you? To I can give you the the dictionary definition, or let's get let's get anachronistic for you. I've actually uh, I've actually read the whole dictionary, so oh, I don't yeah? need you to. What were you going to say, Dan? About what? No, I go. Seriously, we were, oh, you were seriously, about- Kenny, you should check out Aria mastering. It's a robotic arm that masters shit for you. I don't master my stuff. I pay someone to do that shit for me. Okay, you but just masturbates. How much? Right. You, what does it cost well. you? Uh, nothing, because people like me and my music. <laughs> but the mastering. Okay, no, never mind. Go ahead. Keep doing it. Right. <laughs> nothing. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> so, Jesse, can we get you I to just confirm? Talk about this fact that this robot arm changes knobs on analog gear. It's crazy. You upload your your pre-mastered mix. Choose from what a variety of settings you know, of what to you're the aiming blogs. for. Right? No, no, no. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, what you should look into it for is when you're doing sessions with people or whatever, and you want to send them a mix, and you want them to be happy and not send back changes. You send. <laughs> you go. You put it through this, and it's going to sound like much more finalized. And then they're not going to go. Mm, I think this should change. It's basically you get to go through a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar analog chain, but this guy has developed an algorithm that analyzes what you upload, applies settings to the analog gear with a robot arm. Is it an actual robot an actual arm, robot a physical, physical arm like can, prosthetic? Yeah, you can upload at any time of day. You get it back usually within, what, five to 20 minutes? So there's minutes? nothing human about it. It's all no. algorithms. All algorithms. That sounds great, guys. That's uh, We uploaded some of our shit, and it... Did a better job than we did on the previous one, which maybe you yeah, make your joke, but I don't have a joke. I don't have a joke. I was listening, right? But it's it's pretty crazy, and it's cheap, and mm. it's gonna be the future, I think, because oh. for ninety percent of people, you don't need a mastering engineer, like genius mastering totally. your records. I also don't really need a robotic arm doing algorithmic fucking moves for me, but I mean, you know. No, but you're saying you, you said, I've listened to your music. Is that how it costs? <laughs> no. If you, on a, if you buy a package, a monthly package, it's up like $5 a song. $5 a song. Because, I mean, you're, yeah. sa- you're still sending your stuff out to get mastered by a mastering house, right? Yes. Right. Which can cost All that this from like is... 50 to 200 bucks. Yes. <laughs> Max, you were going to ask me a question. I feel like something really. Oh, yeah. Was what gonna... was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Will you mix our record for free? <laughs> <laughs> Like I said in my text on the group chat, if you want it to go to number 83 on the alt charts in just 23 weeks, which will just be slightly higher than what our last one did. Here's the thing to the listeners at home. There's been a few jokes on this text thread between Fitness and Congos where I've been slightly joking about Jesse mixing our record, but I'm not actually joking at all. Congos fans, tweet Jesse. And and how amazing would that be, Congo's fans? Well, (laughs) what would the what would the quid pro quo be? 
You want to remix one of our Why songs? does it have to be? Why does it have to be? I give, you give. Why can't you just give? Because Tiny just money, said, you guys, Johnny just said that you guys are the type of people who like to give. Yeah, in like within our very limited circle. Get, it's more of a square than a circle. I mean, okay, here's the thing: we you give can, to the fans. Well, you can mix my record, and I'll help you guys write better songs. That's a deal. No, for real though, I'll, we'll send you the stems of one of our songs, and you do. Oh, something let's with do it. that. Yeah. That would be fun. Mix off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's do that, and then you'll mix our song, and Wait, I will never you? touch your song. And it'll just be done. Here's a genuine question: Ugh. Why the way you work? Why are you always sending off your? Who mixes your shit? I mix most most of the stuff. Oh, okay. okay. Unless it's some, if it's something. No, so no wonder you want us to mix it. I don't. Well, I don't. I have a problem mixing our own stuff only because, like, I do feel like. I could get the mix to where I want it, but I feel so connected to it, if that makes sense, that like... You lose objectivity. Yeah, yeah, like I can never find where I'm happy with it or can it always be better, can it always be better kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah, for some reason I have to separate myself. I feel better when I separate myself from, okay, the song is done, the production's done, everything is exactly how I want it in the session. Now let me let somebody else's brain... Yeah, yeah. Kind of take there's definitely out. value in that. There's value because your emotional connection to the song changes over the course from the time mm. you write it or whatever totally. to the time that it's time to finish it. Yeah. You're you're attached to all different kind of shit. Now you care about like, you know, is this uh, hi-hat patch the exact right, right hi-hat patch? Right. You're not listening to it's the fucking song It's too analytical. Anymore. It's like nothing about it when I'm in that mix mode. Because I mix stuff for all the other bands and artists that I work with. I mix that stuff all day long. But for our stuff... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't get past maybe not just not even having the confidence, I guess. In like, well, it's because the initial right? part of the process, you have to be attached to everything because you're, that's where it's coming from is some form of emotional attachment to what you're doing. You have to believe in it. And then a mix probably requires a lot less of that emotional attachment. Totally, so you're having yeah. to become an entirely different person. Mm-hmm. And that is, yeah, that's very hard for us and for me, I find it because you just get so attached to things that don't, you come back a year later and you're like, what was I worried about? In a moment of sincerity, actually, I really, really like your guys' mixes. <laughs> that's why I keep trying to get Jesse. That's, that's pretty faint praise. Like, Is it faint praise? I, man, I really like you guys' mixes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Kenny, the... the, uh, the what do you bass, want me to say? They're reinventing the wheel, man? I'm just the, the bass drum patches that you got on the last record? I mean... You mean the samples that pretty, I use? Pretty for good, the triggers? pretty good bass drum sounds. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I got them from Splice.com. Oh, my new, my new partner. Oh, thanks, Danny. <laughs> All right, let's end the podcast so we can no. express real opinions. Okay, what? What? Let's end the podcast and then we can talk to each other genuinely. Ugh! As soon as this thing's over, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Oh. <laughs> Let's end the podcast mm. now. I'm gonna sing us out of this one. Mm-hmm. It's a similar. That's a similar. Could you sing us about Patreon.com/slash/Congos? Yeah, plug whatever shit you want to plug. Here I am in the bay, waiting for the angel. What was that song called? Angel of the Bay. Spark plug woman. Spark plug woman. Yeah. Angel of the Bay. That's right. Um, yeah, last pl- just plug your shit in. There. Last plug: Fitness has a new song um, coming out uh, May third, twenty nineteen. It will also have a very cute animated video along with it. 
um, on the same day. And there's going to be some really cool merch store sales and new designs and new shirts up there. So a lot of good stuff coming at the beginning of May. Um, yeah, fucking fuck you guys. That's it. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to this fucking long podcast without ads, go to patreon.com slash congos and give us $2 a month. You can cut the ads out of this shit. And also it helps us afford the cracker habit of Colton. He's really, he's moved beyond saltine. So we need to up this real quick. Uh, go to our website. It's all, all the shit on there. Congos.com. Watch bus call. Fitnesswastaken.com. Is it? That's where everybody should go, actually. Fitnesswastaken.com. Yeah, fitnesswastaken.com. Okay. Yeah, you can find everything you, Congos the, you there. You can link off to all their other meaningless stuff from Yeah, there. find everything Congos at fitnesswastaken.com. We all have right. some shows. We have some shows coming up. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Shows. <laughs> <laughs> Which we, we know you guys are going to come to because fitness is not going to be there. Yeah, I don't know. Just go on our website, congos.com slash shows. we got shows coming up. <laughs>